You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this episode, co-founder Lizzie of Sunday Body joins us. Lizzie launched Sunday Body in March 2021 at the height of the pandemic, yet managed to sell the brands into both Priceline and Woolworths before it even launched. The instantly popular whipped cream body wash was aimed at bringing fun back into the bathroom. In this Mindful Biz podcast episode, Lizzie talks about how she reverse-engineered all their products. She started with the cans and decided which colours were needed in the collection so it was visually appealing, then determined the flavours from there. We also chat about distribution, marketing and rapid growth. Hi Lizzie, thanks for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Alison. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I was just saying to you before we hit record, my gosh, you've hit a winner with this product. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. How long? Well, actually, before we get into it, just how about you tell everyone about what Sunday Body is? So Sunday uh, Body is, I guess, a range of body care items for now. It is just shower body washes, um, but we we do a range of body care items or a joyful twist on body care yeah. products. Okay, so explain, what is this joyful twist? <laughs> yeah, so maybe we'll sort of track back to how this all started. Absolutely. Um, that will sort of explain yeah. um, what this joyful twist is, but I guess what inspired Sunday was probably been uninspired to be honest and it was uninspired by honestly shower time so um, my best friend now business partner and I just were chatting about how shower time or bath time as a kid was just so fun and and you know you'd look forward to it yeah you'd look forward to it. if you've got kids you know you look forward to it um, it's just a really fun time and somewhere along the way that got lost um, and it just became this really mundane I guess means to an end um you know you get in you get out you get on with your day um and we just kind of wanted to bring the joy back to shower time and so then we sort of started to realize this is started to build it out what that meant is that there were so many I guess everyday moments that you know are a little mundane could be a little bit more joyful particularly in the body care space mm. um, so yeah that sort of good I was thinking about you know body care products that you know could be a little bit more enjoyable. Um, so that's kind of what we mean by that joyful twist on your sort of everyday um, yes. body care items. Yes. Yeah. And look, I, the fact is anyone that has seen your product on Instagram, like the recall would just be so high because it's it's packaged a little bit like whipped cream. Yeah. So everyone yes. that's listening will go, oh, I think, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. And how did yeah. you get that packaging eyed concept? Well, yeah, for, the, for us, it was because the brand is so, um, you know, our brand mission is all about, I guess, igniting joy and, and bringing a bit of joy back to your everyday um, routine. We wanted the, you know, packaging plays a really, really big part of that. Um, so we wanted to have a really fun um, aesthetic packaging um, that would not only look good on shelf and sort of capture attention, but also make the whole overall experience really fun to use. So there are a few elements involved with our packaging and and reveal is a really big one of it. So obviously popping that top open, shaking it, um, and then dispensing it. So that that for us, that in itself brings a lot of joy. Um, And also just emulating the whole whipped cream experience. Like you cannot, 
open a can without, you know, smiling. So, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was the inspiration for the whipped cream. Yeah, packaging. You, you nailed it. Was, was it difficult to source that style of packaging? For the product, yes. yeah, yes, yeah, it really was. You know, we we get our products made in Australia, so um, we're really lucky that uh, the aluminium can is sourced in Australia. That that side of things was really quite easy. Um, the whipped cream lid, on the other hand, that was a challenge. You cannot just go and yeah, you can't just go and buy whipped cream lids. <laughs> it's, right. it's not a thing. So right. we had to um, get a custom tooling machine made. Um, yeah, which was an, an unexpected expense. Sure. Um, but now we can make and produce whipped cream caps. So, you know, if any of the dairy whipped um, ever need a cap, where are you people? <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Far out. Yeah, it's, it's so amazing. Look, the consistency of your product I find quite interesting because when you dispense it, it, it's thick and it feels very, it feels very hydrating. So tell us, like, tell us about the actual product itself. Yeah, so the actual formula itself, um, we really wanted it to be obviously clean, and I think that that just comes with the territory now. You've got to make a really clean product. So um, that was sort of box number one tick, to have to be paraben-free, sulfate-free, vegan, cruelty-free. Um, so that was sort of the, the clean side of things. And yeah. then um, in terms of obviously what it does and cleanse, that, that's pretty easy as well. You have surfactants that, that can cleanse um, just like any body wash. But um, because foam absorbs into the skin a, a little better than, than other sort of forms, um, we had to... Yeah. yeah, we had to put quite a lot of moisturising ingredients in there just to sort of combat that that drying nature of, of a foam. So uh, well, what can be a drying nature, especially if you've got um, sensitive skin. So we do have, yeah, quite a lot of moisturising ingredients as well mm. as our Australian extracts. Yeah, right. Lime and single lime. Yeah. yeah, it's a very creamy um, consistency. Like it's very satisfying when it comes out. Of that oh, yeah. It's definitely fun to use. <laughs> yeah. Was that hard, the formulation side of it? And how did you go through that process? Do you know, it, it's funny. The formulation side of it was not as hard as the, the lid, the whipped cream oh, lid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we had um, we had our manufacturers help us sort of, well, we had actually a chemist. Um, so we owned the formula. We brought it to a manufacturer um, and they from there, um, you know, we're able to scale up the product and and make you know thousands as opposed to a few samples. So we were really lucky that the formulation process really didn't take too long because it is a pretty straightforward formula. It's just um, a cleanser at the end of the day. So that that side of things was pretty easy. It was yeah, it was the packaging that that sort of caused us the most headaches. Right. <laughs> and did you find when the formulation went into the packaging that you had a problem at all with consistency or getting the right feel of what you wanted for it to come out yeah mousses are pretty common so yeah. like if you think about your hair mousse and, and yeah. all those kind of um similar products that that side of things was not so challenging what was challenging was the fragrance because when you sample a fragrance and then you put it in you know a pressurized can it can completely change how it smells it can completely throw off the formula itself so that sort of presented more problems than achieving that whipped um that whipped 
you know, consistency yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went through so many rounds of fragrance testing and it was, yeah, it was actually really hard. Interesting um, you say that because when I um, have tried them, I'm like, oh, my God, the fragrance is amazing, amazing. So that was hard. There you go. It was hard and, and we actually, it's funny, we take um, a bit of a different post, like, process, I guess, to mm. fragrance selection. We don't sort of go, oh, what a... Um, you know, what are popular fragrances or scents out there? I mean, of course, that plays a part, but actually colour, um, we, we have a look at colour in terms of our lineup of our packaging or right. our cans. Yeah. And then from there we work back what the fragrance is. Yeah. So um, it's a bit, yeah, it's aesthetics first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like beautiful things. Well, I think it's the shelf of Peel Fast that is just yeah. such a huge part of our brand um, and, you, you know, part of that whole igniting joy and is, is being able to, you know, be surprised and delighted by what's on your shelf and, and really enjoy looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so you, you've, you've got the product right, the packaging right, you've gone to market. How did you get those first initial sales? Because, you know, that can be very difficult yeah, so the first initial sales for us were retailers. Um, we had our e-com store live as soon as we launched, but it certainly wasn't a focus for us. Our focus was getting, making sure that it was selling on shelf and we were keeping our retailers happy. We launched um, into Priceline and Woolworths um, this is basically straight away. So in terms of getting those sales, that was... Um, a very time-consuming process that we did over COVID. Mm. Um, so there were a few factors at play which I guess helped us get those sales and that was timing yeah. um, and, of course, you know, opportunity because there just wasn't that much happening in the body wash space mm. at the time. Um, so I think, you know, for us coming in and, I guess, reinvigorating that that category um, was very appealing to, to both Woolworths and, and Priceline. Um, in terms of timing, we pitched to them in the height of COVID. So nothing was open except for Woolies and, and um, supermarkets yeah. and pharmacies. So that played a really key role in helping us, I guess, win that business because, you know, it was at a time, as, as you know, everyone was sort of turning to beauty products to, to feel good and, and have a real self-care moment. Um, and for us, our whole brand is, is perfectly positioned to address that kind of joy um, searching. So, so the timing played a really big part in, in getting our sales um, as yeah. well as that opportunity to reinvigorate the category and then just like relentless following up <laughs> is essentially you, how we manage. <laughs> but you you, pro, you pitched them directly, you you personally. Yes. Pitched. Did you yes. know what on earth you were doing? Um, I've been very lucky. My, my previous, um, you know, in a previous life, I did a lot of pitching um, for new business. Yes. So I was very, very lucky from that respect that I had that experience. But um, it, it hits a little differently when it's your own brand. Yeah. You know, you get really passionate and involved. So, um, yeah, it was it was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. And even like a negotiating and pricing can be really scary as well because a lot of people just, you know, they go in there and they really just don't know. And no. I always say to people, you know what, don't feel like you're the only one. Everyone's in that situation. So so how did you navigate that? Did you, like, what did you do? Yeah, from a pricing perspective? Yeah, like to kind of feel certain in the way that you were yeah. pricing when you were pitching. 
it, it, this one was a challenge for us yeah. because we are sort of on the higher end when it comes to supermarket body washes. Um, so for us, it was really about, I guess, educating them about the brand and, and the potential of the brand and the need for the brand and the belief that, you know, we really should be getting more out of our everyday and um, everyday routines and, and, you know, that opportunity to, to feel a bit more joy um, in your everyday. So, so that was, it, it was really focused on the brand, to be honest, in terms yeah. of getting, winning them over as to, to how we were priced. Yeah. Um, but from a confidence level, we were very lucky that we have some friends that have products in um, retailers. So they sort of gave us a bit of a, um, a heads up that, you know, retailers will typically take about 50% margin and, and we sort of were able to sort of work what our RP would be yeah. off the back of that. So you, ha- um, you have to know that information because at the end of the day, they're there to make money and like they get yes. the brand and they get the, you know, the appeal and everything, but they just want to know margins and costs. So it can well, be really exactly. intimidating. Yeah, and for us, you know, we are right now, we, we just have body wash products. Um, and for us, it was really important to be on shelf because we want to be accessible to everyone. And, um, you know, we need to be where our customers are, which they're in, they're in supermarkets. So for us, pricing sort of played a, a really key role yeah. as part of the sort of development really early on. Yeah. What is the, what is the recommended retail price per can? So it's $20. Yeah. Um, a can and yeah it's $20 yeah yeah no that's all right but the thing is I feel like as I'm using it I'm feeling like this can is going to go on forever yeah <laughs> we, we find to be conservative we say it lasts about four weeks or about 50 washes yeah right but I've had friends that say they've had their can since we launched which really I'm questioning how often they're showering right well it's <laughs> interesting think, yeah. yeah I've got I've got two teenage boys who I always say to you, boys, you need to use more soap. So I gave them a can and said, right, you guys will be washing like you've never washed before. And they've both come out of the shower going, oh, my God, we're, we're using a lot of that. So I'm thinking it's going to be interesting to see how long their can lasts. Yeah. Either the way, whether they're using it or not, but they are definitely using it more than they would normal soap, that's for sure. I think I think kids do. My niece comes yeah. over quite a lot and she'll be like, Sunday, Sunday, she's only four. And so we'll get into the shower and then suddenly it's shower doodles on the on the screen. And I'm thinking, what a gross waste of product. Yes. <laughs> but- <laughs> Good present as well. Yeah. Gifting's been a really big part of the business, actually, and something that we sort of didn't foresee. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just comes down to the aesthetics and and yeah um people it's a it's, it's a giftable product and the way we've sort of geared our website is is we sort of push single unit sales to retailers and then bundles on yeah. our website so yeah you know they all come in a really beautiful box yeah. um and and that's giftable in itself as well yeah I've got to ask okay so you've gone from launch no sales brand new business to bang full distribution <laughs> what was that like stressful yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it's kind of one of those things where you're just sort of just taking it a day at a time. It's yeah. just things are just, it's growing so quickly. And, and even now we've gone from launching into 1200 stores. And then, um, as I said before, the focus was really early days on, on our retailers. Um, we didn't turn any sort of ads on till August. So six months later, 
And that was obviously driving to our website or e-com sales. And so that for us, it's kind of just in stages and segmenting, you know, focusing on what we've got, um, making sure that's really working before moving on to the next. And when we tell people that we didn't, you know, turn on any sort of advertising until, you know, months, six months later, um, a lot a lot of people are quite shocked. But for us, it's really important that we get, you know, it right um, before we sort of start to scale. So, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been wild. I definitely have some grey hairs. <laughs> Okay, so you've also got a um, another business partner. So yes, I'm assuming you've got distinct roles. So what are these roles between the two of you? Yeah, so it's basically he will sort of take care of the finance and business side of things, um, yep, and he has a few other businesses as well, which yep. is great. And I take care of operations, marketing. Um, we do product development together. Um, but that's sort of, yeah, how we've sort of segmented. We just stick to what we're good at and it's been working so far. (laughs) Yeah, so you've got different strengths then. We do, and and we are, like, he's my best friend. Mm. I hope I'm his, (laughs) but we are friends. So it's really important to have the distinct roles and we don't cross over and, and, you know, step on each other's toes. (laughs) Keep the harmony. (laughs) Do you work remotely between the two of you or do you find that you're meeting up every day? We work remotely. Uh, we have an office and that's where the team comes in. Um, we've got a team of three um, and we will all work out of St Kilda um, and then Andrew will sort of come in and out, um, yeah. but he's he's mainly remote. Yeah, wow, wow. So is this like full, full time for you or like, yeah. like how many hours is it taking up? More than, more oh. than a working week? Absolutely. Yeah. I think any any business yeah. owner could could agree to that. But um, yeah. If, how many hours? I would probably do about ten to twelve hours a day. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's big, yeah. Big days. Is, I need a whole day. That is. Everyone will say the same thing. They're big. Yeah. And it's like that for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. It really. We is. knew what we were signing up for. So. Yes. There's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. What would you say you're most excited for, you know, in the coming year of business? Well, you know, I, I, we want to, I guess, be the most loved and frequently used body care brand. So for us, it's about getting into as many retail doors as possible, right. getting into as many markets. So over the next year, um, we've just launched into Urban Outfitters in, in the UK. We're about to launch into ASOS and Cult Beauty. Um, and we are about to launch into about eight retailers across the Middle East as well um, towards the end of the year. So this year or over the next year, the most exciting things we have is, I guess, expansion um, globally and, and both um, in-store. Yeah. Will you be doing a lot of travel, do you think? I hope so. Yeah, I know. Get us on the plane. <laughs> I know. Get me on a plane. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. It, it's hard. It, it is really hard because when you have a team here, you, you feel, I guess, you know, that you, you need to be here. Um, but at the same time, obviously, we want to um, support the launches over there. So we'll probably go over there for a week or so. Yes. Yeah. Wow. What a whirlwind. I mean, this has all happened very quickly. It really has. Yeah. And, and even we sort of didn't think that we would crack overseas in our first year, and we have, which has um, been amazing. Mm. Um, but it also at the same time, it's just I feel like a hamster on a wheel. <laughs> just can't catch a breath. Did they come to you by Instagram? 
They did actually. Yeah. Yeah. So that was such a nice surprise. Um, and, and, you know, I didn't think that it would, you know, happen like that. I thought maybe they'd reach out over email or we would have to sort of be knocking on doors yeah. um, for quite some time, but they did. They found us on Instagram, yeah. DM'd us. Yeah, and I know. Super interesting because that's how it happens, like with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. They've obviously, yeah. Got, a te- they've obviously got teams that are just scouting constantly online. It, it just shows you have to have your Instagram and, um, you know, all your social content strategy absolutely nailed because it, mm. it's it's an opportunity in itself for yeah. not only you, your customers but retailers. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so you thinking working when you're asleep? Oh, my gosh, you yes. whipped cream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phone parties. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's one of those, I wake up in the morning and I've never had so many notifications. Like you just, as soon as you wake up, you, you're scrolling through and you, you, you started work. So, um, but no, very, very grateful. It's, it's obviously a really nice position to be in. Oh, absolutely. It's everyone's dream. It's everyone's <laughs> dream. And a lot of people actually sometimes think that will happen to their business until they, they launch and they're like, hang on. <laughs> Yeah. what's going on you know so it is it's a really great story to hear but it's it's un, it's unique it does it certainly is not usual for a launch you know and yeah no thank you I appreciate that yeah. it's um it's what it's it's funny before we launched I never I knew we were obviously launching into Woolworths and Priceline and that yeah. was like great and and it's funny you never I'm not one of those people that sort of sits and takes stock of oh that's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now what's yeah. next? What's next? So yeah. it's nice to hear it because it sort of makes you check yourself and be like, okay. Yeah, know, absolutely. Just... <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Okay, then. Look, so where, where can everyone find Sunday Body? So in Australia, uh, you can find us at Woolworths and Priceline and via our website. Um, in the UK, in Urban Outfitters and soon to be a few other retailers on our website as well. Um, and yeah, soon to be in the Middle East as well. <laughs> Fabulous. Look, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank